This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Tuesday, everybody. It's the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hello. Hello. Uh, and uh, it is indeed Tuesday. No air horn today. Just because, you know, we already did the air horn day. It's Tuesday. It's just Tuesday. Tuesday gets a bad rap. Um, but you know how I wanted to start our Tuesday? I wanted to start our Tuesday last week. What? Tuesday last week, okay. By talking about the trajectory of the story around the relationship, whatever it is, between Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson. Okay, yeah, this is what everybody's talking about. Because I've been sort of fascinated by the unraveling of it, or at least the telling of it. And oh, okay. the fact that we just don't even really know what's actually going on. Okay. But there's a story about it, right? So the story starts actually last week. On, I'm going to figure out what day it was. Uh, what was the third? Whatever. It started on the third. Okay. We'd already seen them out a couple times. They'd gone to Not Scary Farm. Everybody was doing the are they or aren't they. Yeah. We sort of like thought, well, okay, this is either something or it's nothing. But either way, the Kardashians are going to make something out of it. Oh, for sure. Kris Jenner's got her fingerprints all over it. Right. So apparently, I mean, it, it became enough of a thing that TMZ was asking John Legend and Chrissy Teigen what they thought of it. Okay. Now, Chrissy Teigen never wanted to... Sh- no, this is what I thought was really interesting about... This is sort of adjacent. Because, you know, they're, they've got a friendship with Kim and Kanye, or have in the past. Yeah. And Chrissy Teigen's going through her own stuff. She literally had no answer for TMZ. Yeah. But they kept asking her anyway. And she kept making herself available for them to ask her anyway. And she did a lot of giggling, a lot of throwing her head back, and then just saying, like, I don't actually know anything. I know nothing. Yeah. But TMZ still made a whole story out of it. Oh, sure. So that's the next level of a publicationship is trying to get other people and other relationships talking about it. Yeah. Right? Well, especially where a Kardashian is concerned, there is no shortage of people to have opinions about something that are tangentially connected to the Kardashians. Exactly. So mission accomplished, check mark. Yeah, for okay? sure. So you can take that like on the list of to-dos for the for the Kardashians with the Kim Kardashian Pete Davidson relationship. Check other people talking about yeah. it, right? Then the next thing that happened was and this happened late last week, but we were busy fundraising and driving uh Equipment, Big pieces of machinery. So we didn't have time to really give Kim and Pete their due as they went out for their second dinner in New York City. Yeah. So what we knew is they first went out to dinner on Staten Island, which is where he's from. And then they went out to dinner again uh, at Zero Bond in New York City. They arrived separately. Kim was, of course, dressed in her signature Balenciaga. Um, They ate dinner. They had some friends around them. Yada, 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 blah, 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 date. 
Well, then the rumor mill picked up. And this is sort of where we find it. The next part of the story is, involves Kanye West. Mm. Because now, not only is Kim being spotted out and about, maybe possibly holding hands, probably doing it with Pete Davidson. Now we got to know how Kanye feels about it, yeah, right? Yeah, because of course they are getting divorced. And uh, we've seen this before, actually, where she has you know, either been seen to be connected to someone or like, even if there's a whiff that she might have her own independent life, you will always get Kanye's response to that. Not from Kanye, but from tabloids. Right. And the first place we're going to get it is not from anybody, but somebody talking about what the Kardashians are worried about when it comes to Kanye West. Yeah. Okay. So the point I'm trying, what I'm trying to prove in all of this is that the Kardashians know how to keep a story alive from all angles. Yeah. And everybody, it's just a, I mean, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy and it's a ecosystem that everybody gets their back scratched. TMZ loves this content and speculation because it, you know, returns clicks for them. It's not a one-way street. I mean, the Kardashians use TMZ, but TMZ benefits as a result. So they're more than happy to put out all these stories, as are, you know, the Daily Mail, uh, Hollywood Life, etc. Yeah, so page six, et cetera, et cetera. It's et reciprocal. Cetera. Exactly. So now we're, so Kanye's entering the chat, but he's not entering the chat himself. Yeah. The first way he enters the chat happens on Sunday. And the headline is... Uh, Kardashians fear a, quote, Kanye meltdown as Kim and Pete's romance heats up. Yeah, I think that, yeah, no, that's, that's also just a, anyway. Yes, you want to hear the words? Okay, so the story goes on to say that uh, Kardashian insiders say that they fear Kanye West might have a meltdown, which is like a typical Kanye West trope, right? The Kanye meltdown. It's like its own thing uh sources are telling page six that they're worried about the rapper uh as kim is out spending more and more time with pete quote everybody in the family everybody in the family is worried about how kanye will react to kim spending so much time with pete kanye recently said he still wants to be with her so he can't be taking this well okay so what we learn from that is that's nobody anywhere near the situation yeah because it's just a bunch of lies exactly i mean Lies not coming from Chris Jenner, to be clear. Exactly. But this is somebody, I mean, it's clearly being driven by who cares? It's this is just Kanye has entered well, the chat. It's just also an uncomfortable and awkward thing where, like, Kanye, of course, is like five seconds from quote, melting down mm-hmm. or quote, blowing off steam or quote, you know, freaking out. What, however you want to describe it, it's just a, it's a weirdly uncomfortable characterization of Kanye West's behavior and all this. And I'm not saying that. There isn't actually a real story behind all of these fake stories, but the reporting of this story is like weirdly sexist and also not very positive to people that deal with mental illness. Absolutely. Of course. Right. Because the meltdown would be a reaction to his public reaction. We know that Kanye has a diagnosed mental illness. And so when we're, writing about that it just kind of re-stigmatizes all that stuff yeah and i don't know there's just a lot of icky in the store in the way that the story is covered and it just tells me that it's far more about the people that are telling the story probably than anything that's actually happening behind the scenes right because i think there is a real story 
I just think like every Kardashian endeavor, the real story, as in what's happening, not on the tabloid level, is not and cannot be known to us. Right. Like we can, unless we are going to start doing some investigative reporting, that's just not going to happen. So we really can only take what, you know, the people want us to think is the story. Right. Well, I'm going to give you some payoff in just a second here. Uh, about what you just all the thing all the things you just said all the observations you just made there is a payoff uh in another tabloid story but before we get to that the story yesterday that emerged was oh look Kanye is actually seeing somebody else in the middle of all of this in fact he was not only he's not only seeing somebody else he was right here in Minneapolis with a gal by the name of Venetria. Like she's a model, right? Yep, she's 22 years old. Um, and the two of them have been spending time together. According to a source, they've been, quote, hooking up for a while now. They were in Minneapolis for his Donna Who's telling Academy. Us this, by the way? This is a source. No, no, no. What? Tabloid? Oh, sorry. Page six. Oh, okay. Um, page six uh, can exclusively reveal. That the two are are out and about doing stuff uh, publicly, and they were like I said recently in Minneapolis, actually on Sunday at the Donda Academy's debut basketball game here in the Twin Cities, and they sat courtside. Um, Kanye West wearing a weirdly creepy jacket with North's face painted on it, oh, okay. which I I don't know. I have a lot of reasons why I think that's a little bit bizarre. Anyway, she's been going to his uh, Sunday services, yada yada yada, blah blah blah. Okay. So now we're, we we have this situation to yeah. keep. Oh, okay. So Kim may or may not be dating Pete Davidson, but Kanye's got a lady too. Well, let's get to the final. Oh, I'm going to skip over one because I don't really care about that one. Here's the final one. This is what I said the payoff would be. This is from In Touch magazine. A really very genuine reporting institution. Right. Not at all. Not at all. Uh, in Touch Magazine wants me to enter my email address, which I just make. Okay. Can I tell you something? I no just thanks. make a new one up every time. So yeah. my my apologies to anybody who gets my In Touch <clears throat> emails. Um, Kanye West is, quote, losing it over Kim Kardashian dating Pete Davidson. Quote, he has a real problem with them. Again, yeah, Kanye's unreasonable, obnoxious, prone to outbursts. Yeah losing it melting down yeah. like insert your mental health related stigma here okay and remember i told you there would be a payoff well apparently according to this in touch article quote he has a real problem with them being an item it's typical of kanye it's typical of kanye to have double standards it's okay for him to date other women, but it is not okay for Kim to date Pete. What do you get out of that? Well, I mean, it just seems like a very predictable storyline. Right. The man is not, you know, comfortable with the woman moving on, but the man has already moved on. Right. I mean, that's a very seems archetypal sort of trope when it comes to relationships. And And one of the things that you had said was, you know, that that story about... Kanye losing it was infused with not only like stigma around mental illness, but also sexism. So there it is. Like there's your, it's like we could have written this before it was written, that this is going to be the trajectory of the story. Now we're going to be treated to 
Kanye's feelings about Kim and Pete. Yeah, and it's a fairly predictable one. I feel like in all of the, you know, the whole story about them breaking up was very much Kim, like, realized that, you know, because Kanye, and, and the, these are not my words. These are the words that has, that have been presented by tabloids. There's this idea that Kanye, and again, d- despite the actual story that may actually be in existence outside of this tabloid conversation, I grant you, but there's this whole presentation that Kanye is unstable, prone to outbursts, prone to being irrational, um, is a you know hot mess. And Kim, for her, the sake of her own sanity and the sake of you know the future of her children, is being this you know dutiful you know woman trying to separate herself from her very emotional, angry husband. And I think there's probably a certain amount of sexism, some racism, and probably uh, some mental healthism, if that's a thing, mental health phobia, um, all wrapped up in the way that tabloids report these stories and again some of that is probably pushed by chris jenner because i think chris jenner chris jenner understands you know what tabloids like what sells for her right and how to keep the story alive too the tabloids i think know what gets people to click and this idea that kanye is unhinged and i'm not saying again that he hasn't said some really and done some really um unfortunate things but it's how we react to those things that tells us a better picture about ourselves than it does about, you know, any one person. So I'm really glad you said all of that because all of that becomes illustrated in this last. What this what now what we're proving is that we already know, <laughs> like oh because what been, they're going to lead yeah into. we've been seeing it for months right and this is just the next chapter of it now this probably won't go away and it'll continue until they actually sign on the dotted line and they will always have children together. So there will be a certain amount of this kind of stuff until, you know, they have their own families. But then it, I mean, it, and it's not just Kim and Kanye, by the way. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. Look at the way, um, you know, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner, you know, are, uh, and now Jennifer Lopez, how those stories are reported. There's I mean, always a perspective. You're going to get a lot of themes yeah. that are very similar. Well, just to prove that the themes that you laid out about, you know, who Kim is in the relationship and who Kanye is and what they're trying to do, I bring you the final story dun, and then dun, we'll dun. move on and get the dirt straight from Hollywood. But this uh, was a page. I'm sorry. This uh, this was in Yahoo Lifestyle. This is from Us Weekly. This article goes on to say that Kim has been encouraged to pursue her connection with Pete Davidson by her close circle of friends because dirt alert. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Elizabeth Reese is here with all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hey, Elizabeth. Well, hello, my friend. Hello, Elizabeth. You guys, Paris Hilton's wedding prep is underway at her late grandfather's Bel Air estate. Oh, the countdown fancy. is on for, her for the wedding of the event. year. Yeah, it's uh, the ceremony is set to take place on Thursday, but planners started decorating today. According to aerial images obtained by page six, which you do kind of feel bad, there's going to be just choppers everywhere. Well, yeah. I mean, this is kind of a big deal. It's a huge deal. Because she's actually getting married. Because she's actually getting Mm -hmm. married and she's been engaged multiple times. More than once. I'm not throwing stones at that. I was engaged once before. I was engaged twice. Really? Only married once. Three times a lady. (laughs) That's nice. It's a $60 million property. Mm. Um, There was a crew of people laying out wooden panels that will presumably serve as a dance floor, covering um, nearly the full length of the backyard up until the swimming pool. And then there are two large floral arrangements in hot pink and white with the bride and groom's initials, P and C. And it's like a... um, you can you can see them from the air, and it's sort of their initials intertwined together. It's cool. It's like a cool little like logo kind of a thing. Yeah, for sure. It looks neat. Listen, I all I can think about is they better hope there's not any kind of weird weather or anything. I know that ruins that. They're going to have a reception <laughs> there. I, I guess originally they were going to get married in a church, but then they switched the ceremony to the outdoor location as well. I mean, it's a beautiful location like, i'm a big yeah. fan it is of gorgeous the, like i think god is everywhere so i you know i think get married wherever you want to get married, yeah, that get being married said, wherever. i love the flow of a wedding event in which the ceremony and the reception take place at the same venue oh, I, yeah, so I, because i you don't have to get that you don't have to have a break you don't have to have anything you don't have any any sort of transportation it's just like you're there and you stay we're there. there and i like when you show up before the ceremony and they give you a glass of champagne i think that's really wonderful I'm here for it. I agree. Puts everybody at ease. It also, does. like, how great for her. Like, she just gets to roll on into her house when she's done. I know. Right? Yeah, and tell everybody else, get the heck out of my house. Yeah, but y'all, I mean, I, these, woof, that property is something. This is going to be the first marriage for both of them. They got engaged in February after dating for a year. So. I'm, you know, listen, I we've all been on a journey with Paris Hilton. For sure. Have we not? And so... Yeah. I sort of, you know, I, I'm happy for her. I'm excited for her. I she feel loves like, love, and I feel like yeah. now she's in a place where she can make a commitment. There's no shame in that game. No, not at all. She's trying to find so, the right person. I'm excited for her. Me too. Uh, the creator of Squid Game confirms plans for season two. He said, you leave us no choice. <laughs> me neither. I've heard it's, that it's too stressful for it's me. It's a lot. It's a lot. I will just say um, I've been advised to stick with it. I'm now two episodes in, mm-hmm. and I'm having a hard time wondering why I'm doing this, but yeah. I, I'm told 
that it will be worth it in the end. So I'm going to hope. Mm. I'm going to hope. The creator, uh, Huang Dong-kyuk, uh, did a an interview with the Associated Press, and he said, so there's been so much pressure, so much demand, and so much love for a second season. So I almost feel like you leave us no choice. He was, of course, speaking in Korean. This is translated to English, but he says, but I will say there will indeed be a second season. It's in my head right now. I'm mm. in the planning process currently, but I do think it's too early to say when and how that's going to happen. I will say the characters are endearing, so I don't know if they all make it out in the end, uh, because, again, I haven't finished, but... Oh, then I'm not going to give anything away. Um, he has a little bit of a yeah, don't give spoiler, I think, then, in... in terms of who he says is coming back so i won't say anything right. squid game if you are not familiar with it follows a group of 456 people facing massive debts who willingly compete in a series of seemingly simple children's games mm. in an attempt to win a 40 million dollar cash prize the catch is though if they lose they die within 17 days of being released it became netflix's biggest ever series at launch beating even bridgerton and it was the first to surpass 100 million viewers when it premiered that's what netflix revealed last that's week wow. i mean those numbers it's fascinating right Elizabeth Reese, thank you for that lovely dirt alert. I'm always saying something, too. You're welcome, It's so guys. true. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. <laughs> All right. When thank we come you. back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, we're going to solve some pop culture mysteries. We'll do that in the form of blind items that Holly will bring for us. We'll try to solve them after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Some pop culture mysteries to solve on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. And we do that in the form of blind items. Holly's gonna bring them to us. We're gonna try to solve them in a little segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the item. Solve this. Oh, Friday. <laughs> they keep emerging <laughs> from the shadows. One of zombies? The- no. Oh. One of the best friends of the A-list everything in her mind, mm-hmm. actress slash singer, is a producer of several of her movies and a disciple of the cult of the former business manager of the singer, <gasps> in quotation marks. Wait a minute. No way. Are we talking about Jennifer Lopez? And Lou but, Taylor? But who are we talking about that's a disciple of Lou Taylor's? Whoever Jennifer Lopez's bestie slash film producing partner is not leah remini uh no oh so i was gonna say from Thank one God. cult Oof. to another <laughs> no i don't know if we know the identity of this person Oh, okay all right well that makes our job easier so then fill in the blankies yay so they keep emerging from the shadows one of the best friends of jennifer lopez is a producer of several of her movies and a disciple of lou taylor Ugh. former business manager of britney spears the web becomes more tangled. Ooh, oh my god, so this bizarre. sounds like it sounds like uh, fiction. Who uh, produced? Now I just want to go through and find out who produced her films, right? And like try to put together because I went some... to Hustlers and I figured Ooh. you'd got to think one of like that would be a good candidate, right? Sure, that's like one of her more recent big hits. But I don't know the women that are listed as producers, Jessica Elbaum and Elaine Goldsmith Thomas. Elbaum, really? Elbaum, oh, Elbaum okay. or I don't but know. But not Elba. I thought you were I just couldn't tell if you were like making a fun name out of Jessica no. Elba. No, 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 no. Jessica Elbaum. Yeah, the only person that I can think of that's a producing partner with Jennifer Lopez would be 
I think this person is her manager once again. That would be Benny Medina, if that name oh. is familiar to oh, you. Oh, yeah, of course. Sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's worked with lots of different people, including, but not limited to, Oh, yeah, Jennifer you didn't Lopez. say female, did you? No. So it could be a male. Mm. Also, Benny Medina has worked very closely with Tyra Banks in the past. Oh, interesting. So basically, also, you can't trust him. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Has Benny Medina ever worked with Britney Spears out of curiosity? You know, I don't know. His uh, Let's check that Venn diagram. His Wikipedia does not list any Britney references. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, at one point, Jennifer Lopez did break up professionally with Benny Medina, and then now she's working with him again. I mean, listen, she broke up with... Ben Affleck, too. I will say, in 2017, actor Jason Dotley accused Medina of attempting to rape him. Oof. 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 That's some stuff. That's Wikipedia. Okay. So I don't know what that is. But now we just need to have somebody connect the dots, please. Thank Thank you. Here's another celebrity gossip. He has worked with Madonna, Paul Simon, Fleetwood Mac. I mean, you gotta think... Britney's not far behind. Been around, right? Mm-hmm. Sorry. Oh, thank you for doing the homework. Shaka Khan, Babyface, Ray Charles, Cool LL Cool J. No. Cool G Rap. Excuse me. Very different. Yeah. <laughs> That's like LL Cool J Light. LL Cool J Light with an T. Mm-hmm. Here's another celebrity gossip mystery. NT Lawyer thinks with the recent revelations that this foreign-born permanent A-list group molested teens with fish, it will not be long before molested we Molested hear... teens with fish? Mm-hmm. It will not be long before we hear more stories about the relationship between the A-list actor and fish. Uh, as in... Is this one fish? Is this Nicolas Cage? Well... Related? Yes. Okay, and... One Direction? No, you got to go back in time. Now, this is making headlines today, and this rumor has been around for decades, actually. Mm-hmm. And a boy band? Oh, 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 is it in sync? No, 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 no. no. Or, um, wait, we're looking at a boy band, right? No. Foreign oh. born. You said foreign born something. Or foreign. Foreign, yeah. So a foreign permanent A list group. Now, they're oh, no oh, group, not a boy band. Yeah. Got it. So they're the no. Rolling Stones. No, but you're getting closer. The Beatles. No. In the, the monkeys. The monkeys? I mean, that Peter Tork, but no. Um, now, there's a book that just came out about this band, and that's why we're talking about this today. You too? No. Older, you were right in the classic rock territory. Now, this has been a rumor. Bay but, City Rollers. I'm just kidding. That's good. Mm-hmm, that's a good guess. People don't um, talk about them very much. Also, I think they're from here, but... Uh, no, they're from, like, Scotland. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 Turn off the Bay City Rollers. It's from a... So I married an axe murderer. It's a long story. Mm-hmm. It's fine. A big band. <laughs> this is a huge... Huge band in the seventies. So let's oh. focus on the seventies. Oh. Huge band. Yeah, tremendous band. Abba. Stop it. UK. Yes. Like uh, electric light orchestra. <laughs> <laughs> no, this band has quite the reputation of being rowdy on the road, and there are a lot of stories I think about this band perhaps that will come to light in a new biography that was just published this week about the band. 
Why are we missing this? Big Ban. Big, big. Ban. Glenn Miller. I'm just is kidding. the big piece, is that like a, is that a hint for us? No, it's just they're oh. one of the biggest rock bands of all time. Oh. Great. Queen? Fleetwood Mac? No. Oh, we're Come so on. bad at it's this. It's right there for you. They they started as kind of a blues band that morphed into this big rock band. Come on, Bradley. They really like Lord of the Rings and they sing about it. Hmm. They sing about Lord of the Rings? Yes. Oh, oh. Misty Mountain Hop. Pink Floyd? No. Um, I'm just, now it's stubborn. I want you guys to have the moment. Misty Mountain Hop? Oh, okay. Well, I have to thank Leah for sending this message. Thank you, Leah. Does it also include one of my favorite science fiction movies or TV shows of all time? The Who? Oh, okay, so Rude. Leah, you're not helping. Leah, you're not helping. Oh, for Pete's sake. No, it's Led Zeppelin. Oh. I was not going to get there. Wow, this segment went over like a Led Rough. Zeppelin. Like yeah, it sure Led did. Led Zeppelin. I will sure say Mary did. Beth did tweet Led Zeppelin or The Who. Thank you, Mary Beth. <sighs> yeah, no, this is from... You can tell neither of us are big mm-hmm. Led Zeppelin fans. Oh, man, I can't wait to read this book. It's out today. It's called Led Zeppelin, The Biography. And in this new book, there is a story that confirms the longtime rumor that the group Led Zeppelin assaulted ladies with a fish. Ugh. This is so weird. I don't get it. It will not be long before we hear more stories about Nicolas Cage and his fish situation, which we have speculated about in Celebrity Gossip Mysteries of Yore. This this is... I will look forward to hearing more about. Oh my God! If you Nicholas Cage, Led Zeppelin, Led, Ze- Led Zeppelin fish. Mm-hmm. There's a New York Post article: Groupie hell, Led Zeppelin molested teen with fish. <gasps> mm-hmm. It's horrible. And this story has been a long time rumor, and now it's being confirmed in this new biography that it happened while Led Zeppelin was on tour with Vanilla Fudge. Ugh. Well, that's terrible. Mm-hmm. I just want to walk backwards very carefully. Yeah. <laughs> like away for a long time. From the story. Yeah. Also, yeah. I just don't want to think about Nicolas Cage and Fish. No. Thank you. No, thanks. God, that was weird. Well, you know. I'm glad you got uh, it out of My us. husband finally texted Led Zeppelin. Like, thanks, honey. That eight second delay drunk. really <laughs> got us in trouble this time. Thanks, man. Thanks, honey. There's talk that the contestant eliminated last night from a network reality show may be the next Bachelorette. (gasps) Some think she's too young, but others argue it's a chance to take viewers away from the Summer House Challenge type programming. Who knew that an illegal act that saw your family members go to jail and that you should have joined them (gasps) could be so lucrative? The rich suffer no consequences. Olivia Jade. No, I don't think we're doing Uh. that. Man, this sometimes this segment depresses me so much. <laughs> These were the light uh, ones today. That's so sad. Oh, <laughs> reminder to everybody: on Thursday, our entire show will be uh, blind items, celebrity yes. gossip. Yes. Aren't you lucky? So, no fish ones, though, please. Mm. Okay, I can't let's promise fill that. in the blank. But what that... I can tell you 
now is that there's talk that Olivia Jade, who was eliminated from Dancing with the Stars last night, might be ABC's next Bachelorette. ABC sees it as an opportunity to move away from the Summer House Challenge type programming that Bachelor Nation has leaned into these days. Mm. <sighs> and opt for what? Hot I, mess family drama? Yeah, I guess so. Real Housewives of whatever city they're from? Montecito? I just... Only in America can you bribe a college to let your kid in, have your kid not actually go to the college, and then be more successful as a result. Yeah, well. Only in America, kids. Living in America. Yes. Uh, We don't have time. Darn it. No. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. But we will on Thursday. We will. That is your uh, official reminder to set your uh, alarm for Thursday noon to three. Take the day off. I don't care what you do. Whatever you need to do. In order to be right where you are to listen to three full hours of nothing but blind items on the Colleen and Bradley show. That was uh, a reward that we issued to you for stellar fundraising last week during Project Down and Dirty. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to revisit The Crown. After Colleen's favorite show. I love it. I've watched every single episode three or four times. Never. Finished. When we come back after this on My Talk 1071. So is yours because I can't hear you. On air production on the Colleen and Bradley show, my talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Whenever we're saying uncomfortable things in the break, we, we like, like to, to tell each other, tease each other that our mics are on, which is going to bite us in the rear at no, some it point. It will be. I mean, I, I was talking about Oprah's night, breasts. I'll be honest. <laughs> Working through some things. Oh, man, I'm glad we're in a different room. This is the Colleen and Bradley Experience. Oh, no, sorry, show. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Oh, it's the Bradley and, or the Colleen and Bradley Experience. <laughs> um, and uh, Bradley, you brought a story about my favorite show. Um, it's one I've watched so many Lies. times. I know everything there is to know about The, the Crown. Crown. It's fine. Um, but this story, I don't think you have to have watched The Crown because no doubt you've heard stories. Uh, Stories about The Crown. Of course, The Crown on Netflix. One of my favorite shows. Uh, it's just great storytelling written as written as created by Julian Fellows. And it's been on now. What are we going into, Holly? The fifth season now? I Yes. I think we, we just finished four. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is correct. I watched it twice. You, didn't, you haven't watched it at all? I watched it zero times. Anyway, um, the story we mentioned the crown yesterday and there's a new story combined with that story that indicates to me it is time for a reminder on something very important insofar as television is concerned the story that made me think this comes from the daily mail and i will read you the headline the headline of said story 
once I get this dumb thing to open up because technology is stupid and I hate it most days. Wow. Um, <laughs> Big feelings today. <laughs> What's more important, money or defending his mother? Royal experts demand Prince Harry axe his 112 million pound Netflix deal over the crown's portrayal of Diana, saying it's astonishing he can't find his voice in this after Jemima Khan walked away. Okay, there's a lot of words wow, there. Wow, there's a lot happening. But let's start with the part where these royal experts are demanding Prince Harry axe his deal with Netflix, because, you know, he got a bunch of money from Netflix. Um, and, of course, The Crown is on Netflix. And, of course, uh, the current plot of the Netflix series deals with, um, well, this last season and the next season will deal with Princess Diana, a.k.a. his mom. Mm-hmm. And there's been criticism about how Diana has been portrayed in the crown and so they're doing this thing where mm, that the anti harry and megan people yep. over in the uk which are very strong and usually are affiliated with uh the daily mail yes the daily mail but also just a bunch of old white people who don't like when young people especially young people of color and women um say things with their own voice. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's a separate conversation. This conversation is really about an attempt by these fuddy-duddies to draw Prince Harry into a controversy around something they don't like. And what they don't like is Julian Fellow's portrayal of the royal family on The Crown. Mm-hmm. We'll get to that in a moment. Mm-hmm. But that's the first story that made me think, um... Then, if you add that to the second part of this headline... After Jemima Khan walked away, I know you're like, what is a Jemima Khan, you ask? What is a Jemima Khan, I ask. I do actually know the answer because we talked about it yesterday. So tell people who Jemima Khan is. So she was, was she an advisor of Diana? She's a friend of, no, Prince, she's a, a friend of Princess Diana's. Yep. She was uh, close to, uh, she was close to Princess Diana, but she was an advisor to On the, the show. Crown. Yes. Yeah. Which to be clear and I don't know about her specifically like what her role was but I will tell you it is not uncommon for series to to deal with all sorts of people of connected to a subject matter um that the TV show deals with in order to get you know opinions and try to make it seem you know anyway she said that the script was disrespectful to her friend and so she decided to uh break up with the show's creator, Julian Fellows. Yeah. Okay. And then didn't she ask like for her credit to be taken yeah, away? Yeah. Yada, yada, yada. Yep. Right. So she so felt you, strongly about that. So those two things are now in headlines. Mm-hmm. Princess Diana's friend, a bunch of fuddy duddies angry with Harry. Cause Harry should be the one responsible for driving the plot of a TV show that Netflix happens to have made possible. Mm-hmm. I see what you're doing. Fuddy duddies. Mm-hmm. I see what you're doing. Daily mail. But at the end of the day, it just reminds me that this is an opportunity to be clear about what's actually going on here. The Crown is not a documentary. Yeah, it's pretend, you guys. What? It's dramatic <laughs> fiction. Holly, Ooh. hold on to your pants. Yes, uh, The Crown is not real. It deals with real people. But if you watch The Crown for historical accuracy, you're a boob. And you've been sadly misinformed as to how... Uh, fiction works right. and how drama works. I don't think most people who love the crown. Now that's not to say as a fan of the show, you don't start to have feelings for real people 
But I think just like you had really strong feelings for Tom Jones and his Schwanson Gruber sorry, of power. I'm sorry, have. It's not a had, it's a it's, have. That's active. Still powerful. Thank still you. sad. It's very powerful. <laughs> yeah, ask Paris Hilton <laughs> or Gwyneth Paltrow. It's a story we can't share with you. Colleen thought that Tom Jones had sex with Gwyneth Paltrow and his giant Schwanson Based Gruber. on a series of texts or tweets that I did not read yeah. fully, mm-hmm. which is the reminder to read the full report and not the report of the report. Yes. Thank you. Um, We're just teaching all kinds of lessons The here. moral of the story is the crown is not real, so stop trying to act like it's real. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not meant to be real. It is a soap opera of epic proportions. Mm-hmm. And Julian Fellow should be heralded for his ability to tell a story. That is all. As you Please were. Please watch the next season Can't of wait. The Crown when it comes out next it's on year. on my calendar already. Why? When we return on The Colleen and Bradley Show, that was fiction.